Hey, Michelle. Hi, Greta. How's it going? Doing okay. I literally just watched this race. It's actually, what, Tuesday now? Yeah. And I just finished watching the race like an hour ago. The girls have been busy. We have been very, very busy. We really have. And I literally, I paused all notifications on like Twitter and Instagram so I wouldn't get any spoilers. You are so um, committed. <laughs> yeah, even though like I knew Max qualified first, so I was like, obviously yeah. he's going to win the race. Yeah. And then I did get a spoiler for Charles <gasps> finishing P3. Okay. Um. YouTube was the culprit there. <gasps> no. Um, but I feel like that and it actually ended up okay because okay. I think up until like the last like 10 minutes, mm-hmm. I had no idea how that man was going to finish P3. So Yeah, the race is actually, it was, pretty, it was a pretty interesting one. Um, we had a lot of twists and turns. But before we start off, we should introduce ourselves. Okay, I'm Michelle. And I'm Greta, and we are Race Week Recap. We are a Formula One podcast. Um, and before we get to the race, we're going to talk about a little bit of like some some stuff that went on during the week of the race. Um, it was a little bit a lot. So it's a lot. Like I was, we were putting this list together, and we were like, "Wow, this felt like ages ago." Um, so to start off, Michelle, would you like to come over for some McDonald's? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! So like, what? What were these screenshots? Okay, so if you don't know, we are talking about the Lando and Louisa breakup, which, like, honestly, it hit me like like a bus like a week ago weren't they celebrating their one year anniversary yeah and like they posted like such cute pictures instagram is a lie no literally that's all that's all this has taught me is that instagram is a complete lie and you cannot trust what people are posting on there because clearly clearly we missed we missed a chapter in this story um so the screenshots all right so i guess from my understanding lando was tweeting uh like some model about like want to come over and get some mcdonald's i'm gonna postmate some mcdonald's you should come over um these screenshots ended up on a twitter page and then like the next day or so lando posted a um kind of like like a post on his instagram story um just like saying hey luis and i broke up we're no longer like romantically involved we are just friends send no hate to her um but then he deleted the post very very quickly after it was up for like a couple hours right yeah it was up for a couple hours but he did not delete it quickly enough that everybody took screenshots of it and posted it everywhere (laughs) No, so. but I feel like that was the point, though. Like, if you want to announce something like that, like, you post it, and then, I don't know, you delete it. Like, it doesn't need to be there for 24 hours. Yeah, no, I, I guess you're right. I mean, the people who wanted to see and cared to see saw it, um, but then it made it to it on Twitter, and Twitter was having an absolute field day. I think I actually found out because someone posted, like, a bunch of pictures of, like, Louisa in the paddock, and it's like, oh, so sad, like, we'll not be seeing her in the paddock again. I'm like, what? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I cannot believe this is how I found out that they broke up. I can only relate this to, like, when One Direction broke up with, like, one of their girlfriends, and, like, the internet, like, 
was a flame. So it's going to be, I keep on, okay, I am little chismosa, a little nosy. I keep on going on Louise's Instagram to see if she's going to delete the photos with Lando. So far, as of like last time I checked, they're still there. Yeah, and I also checked um, Lando's Instagram, like obviously, like right after he posted Mm -hmm. the story, I checked and he still had like pictures with Louisa up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their their anniversary picture is still up. Are you a like clear your Instagram pictures after a breakup kind of person? Absolutely. Burn it with fire. It never (laughs) happened. We were never together. You don't know me. Okay. It's so bad. I just, yeah, I don't know. I am, the older I get, the better I get at breakups. But like, honestly, before I was literally just like, we never existed. We like, you don't, you'd never knew me. Are you the type of person who would go on a McDonald's Postmates? A hotel room date with a Formula One driver? Or are you the kind of person who sends it to a Twitter gossip page? Um, I don't, I wouldn't send it to a Twitter gossip page because I feel like that's just like, like doing something like that is going to like blacklist you, you know? People are going to be like, why are you doing this? I feel the same way about like when people post that they match the celebrity on like, um, on like, but who's people? Tinder. Like, um, like you'll see just like random people on Twitter being like, oh, I matched with like some celebrity on tinder and i'm just like why are you posting this why are you not just like dming them like i think it would be so interesting no but it was anonymous right wasn't it or no no (laughs) it later came out who it was i sent you the photo of like the girl yeah 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 yeah. i remember now (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so so awkward like why would you do that why would you do that i would just keep that to myself share it with like my friends and like that's it that's it i would not but at the same time i also would not go to some i would not go to a formula one driver's like hotel room to get mcdonald's hello hashtag know your word (laughs) hashtag i'm not 21 years old anymore (laughs) like i would not fall for this trick and like thank god i would not do like yeah Oh my god. But it's just so funny. All of the Instagram posts just like making fun of the whole McDonald's situation is really, really funny. And honestly, I, 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 I'm pretty sure like these are not falsified tweets, like falsified messages because of the timing of the breakup and everything. Just, ugh. yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah right? Oh, okay. This is not Century on Lewis Gate. Oh my god god <laughs> but um so this breakup this moment like it, it had the limelight for for like a day and then everything else happened um we got official confirmation that oscar is signed to mclaren done and over with and we knew that we didn't even need the announcement to know yeah but what we did find out after the fact was that apparently they signed it back like on July the 4th. Yeah. Now that was outrage. Like, people knew, like, Oscar was going to get signed to McLaren. I feel like people were prepared for that, but they weren't prepared for McLaren basically, like, making Danny look like a fool, talking about, you know, I am committed to McLaren until the end of 2024 on, like, what, July 19th or something like that? Yeah. 16th? Yeah, yeah. So, um, timeline is that... On July 4th, um, Oscar signed. July 16th was when Danny came out with a post saying that he was 
dedicated to McLaren for 2023 and he was putting his all and blah 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 blah. Um, did you catch the video, um, the me- the media video of when they when they told Danny this? No, I didn't. Oh my gosh. Danny has like expert media training and I applaud this man for keeping his cool so well. Um, they mentioned it. Oh, did you know that like Oscar had been signed on 4th of July? And Danny's response goes, oh, Independence Day, America. And then he just continues. Oh, my God. That's all he said in regards to that. He was just like, he like looked a little bit taken back at first. And he was like, oh, cool. Independence Day, America. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. This is why Daniel Ricardo is like the number one American driver in F1. Honestly, this just disproves it. I don't know what to tell. Like, this is point blank. Sign it tweet it we're done okay tangential extremely tangential but i went to the flume concert like last week um or like this past weekend and i guess flume is australian and he was basically saying like oh like i know it's a holiday weekend but i have no idea what holiday is but you know like cheers to all who celebrate that's that's hilarious but if there's a formula one driver who i trust to know um, American Independence Day, it is Daniel Ricardo. Full stop. And you know Danny's gonna also celebrate. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna celebrate he's, more than I would ever celebrate, to be honest. He, he stays on that yeehaw shit. So this whole Danny situation was kind of overshadowed slash not overshadowed, a little silver lining. Um, we saw George... Daniel Ricardo's number one fan, the the president of his fan club, show up to the paddock wearing one of um Danny's um look his merch right his, his enchanté merch, which that merch is so cool. We talked about it last time. It's my favorite. It's really really nice. I love the citrus theme. And then it was later revealed that that is not even George's sweater. That is Carmen's sweater, which makes it so much better. Literally, so so cute. Lando would never. Lando could never on more <laughs> levels than one. Not you throwing Lando into this conversation. <laughs> what can I say? Oh my god, we have fallen out of love with Lando. So has Luisa. <laughs> Why are you dragging this poor kid? Oh my god. I really, really wanted to do a Twitter poll of like who broke up with who and then just not even like put the names. Tweet it. Tweet but, it like, right now. Do it. Did you end up? We know, right? I mean, yeah, we know. Right? Like, yeah, I feel like Luisa would 100% was like, you're done. You're done. A thousand percent. And like, good for her. Honestly, good for her. Um, so besides for all of this lovely drama, due to the driver's market being absolutely batshit insane and us still not having a, um, like definitive who is going to take the Alpine seat, Alcon has come out several times saying, oh, he wants Mick because him and Mick are like buddies, you know? And every, if you like, if you watch the interviews, before race interviews, or just like look behind, um, like in the background of other interviews, you just see Mick and Esteban just like whispering to each other and just like, and it's like these boys have secrets. They know things that we don't know and it's driving me insane. Like Esteban knows, he knows who is, he's, who his partner's going to be. 
And he's just keeping it secret, keeping it a secret, and it's driving me absolutely insane. That's so funny that you would say that Aspen knows who his teammate is, though. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he has, like, insight into, like, all, like, but the behind-the-scenes drama. The candidates, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like this is one of those things that, like, people find out when it's, like, in the news. You think? Yeah. <laughs> they don't trust the, the like, higher management of these teams don't trust the drivers to not spill the tea. <laughs> well, I think, like, between, like, the contract getting signed and okay, reports yeah. getting out, like, yeah, there's yeah. not, like, time, I guess, to have, like, a sit-down with, like, the other driver talking about, hey, like, you know, this is the lineup for next year. Like, I don't know. That just doesn't make sense to me. Okay, okay, yeah, no, I totally see what you mean. But yeah, so, I mean, the streets are talking, and right now, the two um, possible drivers for, well, really, the one possible driver for Alpine is looking to be Mr. Gasly. Really? Yeah. I hear so many rumors about Daniel Ricciardo going back to Alpine. I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't think that's going to happen. Because I feel like... I don't know. I just, I don't think Danny's going to go back. Uh, they're okay. I don't know if you saw this other video that was going around on Twitter where, um, Danny's talking to Checo and they're just like, Oh yeah, you know, why don't I just take a year of sabbatical and come back 2024? Hello? I'm going to cry. He's going to go find himself in the American Midwest. Michelle, I cannot. My first season of watching, like, Formula One live, and it's Danny's last season. No. I'm not emotionally prepared for this. I mean, welcome to my world. Serena Williams just retired. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Read the room, Greta. (laughs) (laughs) She goes... Dan Ricardo, Serena Williams, get real right now. Um, yeah, so that's what's that's literally what's going on. And um, so now for some more um, like relevant to the race news, I guess. Um, all right, so no flares. Um, it was it came out, and there were like billboards all over um, the track. No, pur- no purple. <laughs> no, no orange flares. Um, they were causing too much trouble. And like, let's be real, the Dutch GP, it was going to be just a storm of orange. So, I mean, it was for the better. All right. It's, yeah. Um, and then prior to the, the Dutch GP, Max was made into an officer. I don't know what this means, but it seems important. Okay. Well, oh my God. I had no idea about the fact that the flares were banned but that actually makes so much sense looking back in hindsight yeah i think i just didn't i didn't miss it because the entire crowd was orange anyway mm-hmm. you know it gave the same effect um and there were a couple people that um actually threw flares onto the track um especially during um practice and i believe it was during practice that they threw some flares onto the track People are so annoying. Videos are now circulating Twitter of one of the marshals, like one of the um, like officials of like the Grand Prix was actually the one that threw the flares. So blacklisted from the races. Honestly, good. Oh my God. Scandal. Because like it's not it it's not even like just annoying and a nuisance. It literally is a detriment and like could could cause accidents on the track yeah 100 percent. especially when they're throwing the flares onto the track 
Like, um, it was during Quali, I believe, that somebody threw a flare on the track and then Albon had to, like, restart his lap. Oh, really? That is rude. See, I did not even watch qualifying, so I have no idea. I just, I just caught the highlight. It's like the stupidest stuff always happens during quali and during uh, practice. Because I believe it was also during quali that um, the pigeons around the track are just like, they're daredevils. They are nuisances. They literally do not move. There's literal Formula One cars racing past them and they just do not care. They're like, I'm going to stand here. You're going to go around me. And all I could think about was when Latifi ran over his countrymen <laughs> in Canada. Well, was it in Canada? Yeah, he ran over like a hedgehog or something. A groundhog. The groundhog. You don't even remember what animal it is? All I remember is that it was his countrymen and he ran him over. So... Yeah, hope I actively try not to think about that incident. It was so bad. Anyway. All right. Want to get to the race finally? Yeah. All right. Do you want to take it away? Sure. Are, are we just skipping qualifying then? Um, y- Nothing yeah. Nothing interesting happened. Nothing. I mean, like like you mentioned at the beginning, like, Max, come on. that The Red Bull's on fire. We're going to get into it. Let's, let's do this. Okay. So... Top three after qualifying was Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, and then Carlos Sainz. Race start. What happened in race start? I feel like there was not much overtaking. I think this Dutch circuit is not very overtakey. Mm-hmm. I think there's only like two DRS zones. I think last year they only had like one or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, yeah, this year they added a DRS zone and they did this cool thing where they like tried to reduce the amount of like dust that gets onto the track. So they like, (laughs) they did the equivalent of like um, putting resin over like rocks so that it wouldn't pick up so much dust <laughs> which is like okay but also this track is like next to the ocean and sand was constantly blowing on interesting yeah is that why like people's medium tires were degrading so much yeah 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 um the first couple laps um i i know during um oh my god we're like going out of out of order but during quality like the first couple uh people that were going out were like the people that were like lower in on like on in the standings it was like a williams out and an alpine and a mclaren um and actually like the red bull and the ferrari and the mercedes they all kind of waited to go last um in hopes that um the track would get cleared out of the sand and they would like add more rubber to make it like grippier okay yeah i think i heard something about that on the commentary cool but now i now i get it okay so let's fast forward again to the to the race so race start i don't think there was anything that really stood out to me um but <laughs> in case you were not aware there is a ferrari clown show which has been going on uh, on tour for this 2022 season and it it may be performing at a circuit near you. So on lap 18, Carlos Sainz pitted. I think he was on a two-stop strategy. But then he had like the world's slowest pit stop ever because the mechanic in charge of his new left rear tire was like in the bathroom or something. The, the mechanic was so late. Everyone had already like finished switching on the tires. 
And they were literally like waiting for this mechanic to come around. It was so sad. And then I think like while they were waiting for the mechanic, uh, Sergio Perez came over and he literally like ran over the wheel gun that was like left on the ground because they were waiting for the mechanic. It was literally like such a mess. It's just a whole circuit. Uh, circus over there at a young if i was science i literally would have sat there and just cried like i'm like okay i'm done bye <laughs> i don't know about you the only radio i heard was him just going like oh my god yeah yeah i didn't hear anything else you know after um i don't know if it's just me but like after the um charles screaming situation everybody has been a little bit more like aware of the radio does that make sense? Yeah, that that totally makes sense. No, I was gonna say like there's he a hundred percent like turned off the radio and started like <laughs> cussing all over. Absolutely, yeah. Maybe except for like last week when we had the Fernando, um, radio. No other radio has really been like crazy spicy you know yeah i I did want to hear the radio for that because carlos was running in third and then after that horrendous pit stop he was down in 11th which obviously he's gonna lose places when he pits but that was just horrendous that was so bad like i wonder if that uh, mechanic is gonna get fired let's talk about that because uh crafty had mattia bonotto on the radio which i hate that man pisses me off um Anyway, Madonna was saying, yeah, like, you know, we, we made a mistake. Uh, the mechanics weren't ready for, like, you know, they weren't prepared with the tires for the pit stop. Um, but I feel like what the commentators were saying was that the engineers basically put out the pit stop call, like, way too late. So the mechanics just did not have enough time to prepare. Okay, so it's the pit wall's fault then. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think. Okay, um, so... Okay, first of all, if I was a mechanic, I would be shitting myself constantly, just like waiting for like, that's like your that's that that's the one thing you do. Well, like during a race, you know, I would be constantly stressed out as to like when they're going to come in for a pit, like my anxiety would be through the roof. Um, Get Bonotto off the pit wall. I am sick of him being on the pit wall. You don't see Toto on the pit wall. You barely see Christian on the pit wall. Get him off the pit wall. Clearly. I'm so tired, Michelle. We're exhausted. This man, there's like, I can't, there's like literally nothing else I can say. Like this man. <laughs> Why? But but isn't Christian Horner always on the fit wall? Not all the time. I feel like he's not really? always there. Yeah. Wasn't he there this race though? I don't remember. But, ugh. But when he's not there, you know who is there? Freaking Hannah, man. Hannah Schmidt. Jesus. Who stays having, like, the clearest skin ever. I feel like they really, like, kept the camera on Hannah. Or, like, they cut to her, like, several times throughout the race. And I could, like, not stop focusing on how good her skin is. Like, her skin stays clear. I mean, yeah. She's literally an icon killing it. I actually looked her up on LinkedIn. Yeah. No, I was gonna say, you know, do you know why her skin is so clear? Why? Tell me. Because she doesn't have workplace stress. Because she doesn't have like trauma from the workplace yeah yeah um i'm a hundred percent sure that charles and um carlos's like esthetician is working overtime to reduce the like signs of fine like the fine lines and wrinkles due to stress and tension that these boys must constantly feel while working at ferrari 
It's just acne. Oh my god, it's so bad. Like, um, I was actually thinking back to uh, Drive to Survive, <laughs> just like randomly. I was uh thinking back to when um Carlos uh, was talking about his Ferrari, like he he got the Ferrari um offer, and how he was just like, yeah, I just like signed the paper, and he was like so excited to be a Ferrari driver, and like looking back, like, did he know? Did he know this was going to happen? Watching Drive to Survive is like, oh my God. I don't know. It's like footage before a train wreck. Yeah, like listening to Charles being like, I have signed the longest contract in Ferrari history. It's like, that's not a flex. That's not the flex you think it is. <laughs> you are stuck in an abusive relationship, sir. Oh my God. There's like nothing. What's that TikTok audio? It's like, I know something you don't. And like, okay, so where do they go from here? Do they just stay at Ferrari and hope it gets better? Like after their contracts expire? Or like, wh- where do they go from here? I mean, yeah. Where out- where else are they going to go? Let's be honest. Red Bull is kind of like, like we're maxed out. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> we're like, we're full capacity, you know? Um, Maybe Checo retire. They're not full capacity. They're over capacity. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, you're absolutely right with, like, the amount of, like, drivers, drive junior backlog they have. It's insane. Their backup drivers have backup drivers. It's ridiculous. So, okay. Yeah, unless, like, Checo leaves and um Horner is like, let me snipe one of these boys. But at the same time, like, Carlos already drove for Red Bull. Well, like, junior, yeah, but, like, is he going to go back? And then, like, unless... um. Unless Hamilton leaves. Like, we're pretty set, you know? But, I mean, Mercedes also has, like, their junior drivers and, like, all that, too. Yeah, and, like, Esteban. I don't... Is Esteban still managed by Toto? Um, I have no idea. Okay. Well, like, (laughs) maybe Esteban one day is holding out for the Mercedes seat. Oh, God. Uh, But, yeah, I like... What I'm trying to get at is that, like, I don't see carlos and charles moving teams anytime soon and if they do decide to move teams like where the hell are they gonna go you know like if you're already in the top three team your positions like you're very limited in like upward upward mobility yeah no i mean it's super tough because i feel like charles has been what driving since 2019 i think Mm -hmm. the last like really good season that ferrari had was 2018 Mm -hmm. um and starting from 2019 like their car was just slow and now they now it's fast but there's all like these other things which are preventing him from actually succeeding yeah so that has to be like super super frustrating it's really unfortunate i mean hopefully next year fingers crossed we see like ferrari kind of get their shit together but i don't know we see mattia bonetto get fired oh my god a girl a girl can dream jeez (laughs) we can manifest it Oh yes, yes. I like. Have you seen that that um, photo? I tweet it all the time because I love it. It's a little Hamtaro crew, and they're sitting around the table, and I, I put little candle emojis because they're manifesting. That's that's me and the girls. That's the girls and I manifesting a seat for Danny. Jesus, yeah, <laughs> heartbroken. Heard. Okay, um, let's move on to the sister team, the Red Bull sister team. Yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> oh, uh, Yuki. Yuki, Yuki, Yuki. So, uh, okay, we are pretty much like two-thirds of the race th- through now. Yeah. And it's looking really good for Mercedes, surprisingly. 
Um, I feel like the commentators really broke it down very well, uh, where Mercedes basically started on mediums while Red Bull and Ferrari started on softs. Um, and they went to try to do um, a one-stop strategy. So they both pitted to hards and the hard was actually like performing really well. And since Verstappen was on a two-stop, he was going to have to pit again um, and lose track position because both Lewis and George Russell were within like 19 seconds behind him. So he, uh, after his pit, would be behind them and then have to overtake them both in order to win. That's basically what the situation was looking like, unless... A little a messy little safety car jumps in and so i think as soon as like someone in the world had that thought immediately immediately <laughs> yuki sonoda has a problem so yuki pets and then he pulls over right yeah he he says like oh like the tires not fitted mm-hmm. and then uh <laughs> they're like you're fine the avatar pit wall literally gaslights him he's like they're like the tire is fine he's like okay <laughs> so he like so he goes up. back on the track and he goes around but he's like going really slowly and then on the next lap he puts again and then we have like them like i don't know like put his seat belt on like he's like he's a fucking baby and in, in, <laughs> in a car seat yeah like what it was yeah. so bizarre i <laughs> that's like top 10 like bizarre pit stops that i have ever seen they had to like tighten him up it was strange yeah this whole situation i you explained it really really well because i literally was like i don't understand what the hell's going on <laughs> it was so ridiculous and i don't think the commentators understood either they were like what are they doing with the seatbelt like is that are they just like pretending there's not an issue with the tires so they don't get a fine <laughs> But um, what I think actually happened was that Yuki thought he was going to retire the car. So he's getting ready to get out. And then he, like, basically undid his seatbelt. They were like, hey, like, you should keep going. <laughs> Which is so stupid. So dumb. I, I don't know. Like, he, like, me watching that was like, yeah, like, that car is fucked. Like, you know, he can't, he can't race like that. Yeah. But they, they put on new tires did his seatbelt back in and then, like, told him to go out there again, which was so ridiculous. And then, obviously, he had to, like, retire on, like, the very next lap. And then he, like, pulled over, like, on some, like, random spot. That was, like, literally a and waste of time. That all that entire, like, it was just such a waste of time. So ridiculous. And the fact that, like, they knew... Or, like, at least expected that there was an issue with the car. Yeah. And saw that there was an issue with the car because he was going super slowly. And then, like, sent him back out again. I was like... For what? I think that was what caused, like, Twitter to... To blow up. To blow up. This was, like, the beginning of, like, the war flashbacks for Team Lewis Hamilton. Um... Yes. So the response on Twitter to this entire situation was definitely like after this whole charade went on with Yugi and the cameras flashed to Hannah, like smiling at the pit wall that added 
fuel to the fire. And all of a sudden, it was just like Twitter blew up with people just tinfoil hats on 100% speculating that all of this was planned by Red Bull. It was rigged. No, that was so funny. Just seeing Hannah smile, I was like, her skin stays clear. It was just a strategy yeah. mastermind. Like, even when it doesn't go to plan, it still goes to plan. I thought that was hilarious. It was, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super but funny, like, except totally not funny at all. People were saying some, like, absolutely awful things about um, the entire situation. It started off with, like, <laughs> Checo running over the Ferrari tire gun. Um, and then with this whole, like, fiasco with Alphatari, obviously, Red Bull's sister team, they were saying some, like, pretty awful things about the team and especially about Hannah. Um, I felt like all the anger was targeted towards her. There were some just disgusting things being thrown around and so in response to that um and i know that alfatari came out and pretty much was like hey we're not gonna do this and then lewis actually also posted um saying like we're not we're not gonna do this we're he had just a post talking about how like um we win together we lose together um we're not gonna throw hate towards the strategist hannah um, and especially, like, not other women, other women on um, on the teams. So, you love to hear it. Yeah, it was really nice that Lewis kind of stood up for that. Because, I mean, we know he very much is, like, very vocal advocate for women in the sport. So, yeah. And, it like, this coming from other teams and Lewis Hamilton, who just, like, I mean, you know, like, the tension between the Red Bull team and Lewis. So, it was just very nice. Yeah. I was not really on Twitter the past few days because I was trying to avoid spoilers, so (laughs) I think we did not see any of this. Um, Yeah. But honestly, like, it's just so telling, the fact that, like, there's, like, one single, you know, prominent, like, female strategist, like, in the F1 paddock, and then, like, something randomly happens to, like, the sister team and, like, the decision that's made there. And somehow that prominent female strategist takes the heat for it. Like, hello? Yeah. (laughs) It's it's... so ridiculous. Like, the hoops that you have to, like, jump through to, like, get to that conclusion. Like, whether this entire situation is, like, true or not, just the, like, the immediate reaction of the fans to be like, oh, it was her fault. It just felt like an absolute witch hunt to me. And I am not down for that. Yeah, it's just so ridiculous. What what's that saying? Like do not attribute to malice what can be perfectly ex- explained by incompetence. Jesus, that was beautifully said. Stop. That was beautiful. No, I feel like it was a pretty famous thing. Anyway, let's talk about the aftermath. So, um that pretty much like shot all of Mercedes plans so what happened was that there was a virtual safety car so Max pitted for hards and then he was still in the lead because he only lost like 10 seconds Um, and then I feel like a lot of other people pitted Um, so both Mercedes they were on mediums and then Leclerc was on hards I feel like all that was like okay because the hards were actually pretty fast this race yeah. Um, and they were like lasting good. I feel like mediums were kind of like 
wearing out a little bit, mm-hmm. which obviously came into play later on. Um, yeah. So I guess my question for you, Greta, is like at this okay. point, like, how are you feeling about Lewis's chances to win? Because I mean, I know that, like, I really want Lewis to win a race this year. I'm very sure you do, too. Yeah. How how are you feeling at this point? I'm so sad. It just, the chance, I mean, obviously, as the races go by, like, the chances of it happening just become lower and lower and lower. Um, It's not looking too good for Lewis. And, I mean, he hasn't, like, what is it, since he, like, started, he has not gone a season without winning. Mm. Um, This cannot be that season. I feel like a lot of Lewis Hamilton haters are, like, preying on this man's downfall and are saying that, like, this season marks the beginning of his, like, like fall from grace. And I refuse to believe the haters. I refuse to believe this Lewis Hamilton slander because his car is absolute garbage and like just put him in a better freaking car and it'll be like nothing happened see but the thing is though that like the car like george is doing so good no no like the car isn't that bad like it's not the domination that we're used to seeing yeah and it is like you know it's like the third fastest car but like with an asterisk (laughs) because you know what it's this shit is actually fucking quick once it gets the chance to actually warm up the tires. But because it's so slow at warming up the tires, like, that just fucks them over for qualifying because they can never um, get enough, like, get a fast enough lap yeah. on new tires. Yeah. I mean, they have, like, the race speed. It's just really, like, I don't know, so frustrating because I feel like they were set up so well with, like, the strategy Mm-hmm. Um, this race, and it was just like the safety car that fucked them over. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Um, yeah, at this point, I was feeling like pretty, pretty bad about like Lewis's chance to be able to win this race. I mm-hmm. thought, you know, maybe like P2, P3, but again, like Max was on new tires, and I just thought, you know, this shit looks like it's not gonna happen. But, but wait, there was more. So later, Botas retired. This was only like 10 laps later. Mm-hmm. So Botas, he had like a mechanical failure, I think, like on the on the main straight or something. So the result of that was that there was like a full safety car. And then like this is where like shit gets real. This is where like shit goes off. <laughs> so I feel like this is super chaotic. I think one of the reasons for this was that this safety car like I guess came out of the pit lane. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've never like seen that or like never really paid attention to it. So like all oh. all the cars went through the pit lane. I was actually to make, a little bit confused. To make matters worse, apparently this is like the smallest pit lane, or one yeah, it's of like really the small. Yeah, one of the shortest pit lanes. So just you know to add a little bit of spice to this already insane freaking race. It yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> so. At this point, like, Lewis is on mediums for, like, what, like, I don't know, eight laps or something, and uh, Red Bull calls for Max to pit for softs, and then George Russell calls for George Russell to also pit for softs. So that, 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 I feel like that was like a decision that literally like influenced the rest of the race. George Russell calling for George Russell does it for me. No, because like he really did. He was like... He was like, fuck this, like, medium tires. Like, I-, I need to be on soft. Like, I gotta put me first. 
No one's going to look out for Clippy the same way that Clippy's going to look out for Clippy. <laughs> He's so real for that. Anyway, um, now I feel like Lewis's chance to win at this point were just like so... They were in the trenches because I actually didn't realize this until after the safety car restarted. But at this point, everyone, everyone was on softs. Yeah. Except Lewis and Checo. Also, do we want to talk about Checo this race? I'm like scratching my head because you know how I feel about Checo. <laughs> no, because I feel like Checo this race is like, you know, Checo last race is like, you know, Checo like the race before summer break. Like, I feel like it's he's just been driving like so mid. I'm like, why is he so much slower than Max in the same fucking car? I don't know what's going on. Okay, but like we have been seeing this pattern with almost every team where one driver on the team is just outperforming the other. Okay, but like it's a lot. <laughs> like, like, yeah, Leclerc, I feel like dependably performs a little bit better than Carlos. Yeah. Um, I feel like George... I don't know. I feel like he... No, you can say it. You can say it. You can say it. He qualifies better than Lewis. Um, you can say so it. Some of the time. It's okay. It was more towards the beginning of the season. So, like, yeah. Lewis qualified P4, and then George qualified P6. Mm-hmm. I feel like Lewis, obviously, is a really good racing driver. So, I feel like that comes out on race day. Um, but Chaco... Chaco is always, like... <laughs> he's, like, places behind Max. Um, for like the past few few races, several races. Yeah. No, something happened in Monaco that just like it marked the downfall of Chego for this season. And that's just really it. Like that is just really it. I don't know if he lost his like sponsorship with Disney or something. Oh my god. Um, because it's just it's not looking good. The imagination is not there. The vision it's, is not there. It's not there. Like, I don't I don't I don't I like okay. So people like are saying that the it's the car. The car is now more suited to Max than it is to Checo. Um, so they're just like the the changes and the modifications are just swaying one direction instead of the other. Which like okay, but at the I same see, time, like what makes people say that though? What makes you say that like the car is better suited towards one driver than the other? Like you don't know that. Right? Like, you, you don't yeah. know that. <laughs> you just see that he's driving slower. Is that the only explanation? I think that's, like, what people are saying. But, like, I haven't seen any videos or any, like, media releases of him saying that to be the case. So I really just, like, don't know. But he's just right. so mid right now. So mid. Um, I don't. I think, like, one more season of him being mid and then... Red Bull's gonna be like, okay, bye. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye. Because, yeah. like, he was not even, like, in a position <laughs> where he could help Max win or, no. like, help Max in any way, like, <laughs> during this race. There was no, there's no even potential for team strategy. You're literally just dead away if you're not help. I mean, like, I feel like with Red Bull, it's, like, super cutthroat. Like, if you're not fighting for the championship aka max or leading the championship aka max then you have to be assisting and helping in some way and if you're just not there if you're not willing to give max a toe when he needs it like they're just gonna get rid of you red bull's like very scary in that sense but also like just impeccable that's why well they're good. <laughs> 
That's why they don't fuck up. You're, no, you're absolutely right. Like, they're terrifying, but they're, they know what they're doing. Absolutely. I respect um, it. But please continue. So, th- again, this was, like, the full safety car. And, you know, they did the thing. They said lap cars can now overtake. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I've seen this movie before. And I didn't like the ending. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Perfect execution. So, we all kn- we all know what happened. Um, Max, on newer soft tires overtook lewis hamilton right after right as the safety car ended why didn't hamilton pit so i don't know (laughs) i mean i feel like mercedes wasn't even planning to um pit either of them i think what they actually wanted to do was just have lewis and george stay out on just run it yeah stay out on the mediums which they were already on and Mm -hmm. then George could, you know, somewhat defend for um, Lewis. <laughs> Basically just, like, hold Max off so mm-hmm. he wouldn't get overtaken right as the safety car was ending and his tires were super fucking cold. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it's debatable whether that plan would have worked out better than, than what actually happened. I mean, we kind of, like, we kind of see the opposite, right? So, like, we, like a bit of a glimpse into like the alternative universe because George Russell called for George Russell to pit. Um, if Hamilton would have pitted, the outcome m- might have been different. Yeah, good point. I mean, because we have, we ended up with like George in a beautiful second place. Yeah, no, you're actually correct. Um, so I feel like what would have happened if um, both Lewis and George pitted for sauce, then mm-hmm. we would have probably Max P1 uh lewis p2 george p3 that's why yeah yeah um instead instead we had george p2 and then lewis p4 um and leclerc was able to overtake lewis um because he was on socks and old tires yeah like they yeah i don't know maybe i guess maybe hamilton should start calling his own shots the same way George is, but also like Mercedes strategists are just also just like top tier. So Yeah, I I don't blame the strategy whatsoever. I think that it was a tough situation. Like I don't I don't blame them for like what happened. I think it's just like super unfortunate. Really, really sad for Lewis. I was like after like this race ended, I was like, oh my God, like (laughs) this this sport pisses me off. And like I said earlier, like, I had no idea how Charles ended up P3, like, up until, like, the last 10 minutes. I was like, what is, what's happening here? Very, very chaotic race. Yeah, it was absolutely a chaotic race. But, like, the outcome, I mean, whenever we, I don't know, just whenever I see Max, like, first, it just, I'm like, okay, duh. You know? Mm -hmm. He's just such, like, an impeccable driver. Yeah, like, some people were saying, like, you know, Red Bull is not dominating the same way that Mercedes was dominating because, like, Mercedes, you know, seven in a row, whatever. Or, like, not seven in a row. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, seven in a row. Um, But Max alone is single-handedly, like, taking over this entire, like, this entire season. It's just him. And so true. pretty... Pretty soon, like, is Max already mathematically, like, is he already, like, champion? Like, there's no way anybody can catch up with him? I think we would know if that was the case. 
Is that not the case yet? We, ha- we haven't gone there yet? I think we would know. I think we would see some donuts on the track. No, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. But like <laughs> the day that it happens, um, the day they're like, you know, Max, after this race, you are now like mathematically the champion. I feel like Max is going to be like, oh, okay, cool. And then just like, that's it. Obviously, he's not going to be surprised. Like, oh, yeah. And he's not an idiot. He says how it's playing out. But yeah. I mean, obviously, he's going to be, I don't know, not like the same level of excitement from last year, but oh, he's going to be pumped. Like, this is what he lives for. Speaking about Max, did you uh, catch the radio with Horner when they were like, what should we call you? Officer Max? Super Max? And he was like, just Max. Just Max is fine. It was really cute, actually. I have like, I'm getting a soft spot for Max for stopping. Oh, my God. Wait. Okay. Uh, okay, I just remembered my radio of the day. <laughs> okay. Something just Do you like, want to say it now before you forget? No, 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 no. Something just like triggered my memory and I was like, ooh, radio of the day. But um, Okay, well, I'm so, interested yeah. to hear it. Oh, do you want to go, go for it now? Sure. Okay. Um, so I don't know if you caught it, but <laughs> it was like super petty. So this... Um, for this uh race <laughs> max max's helmet was like an ode to his father right okay and because max won horner was like your dad finally won a race <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> that's that deadpan british humor that is so fucked up which i absolutely love did, did max laugh did he chuckle? I, Did he smile? Max said something else. Like he responded okay. something, and I can't, I can't remember what it was. But it was just so fucking petty. Like, <laughs> who says that? British people. I feel like that's how British people are. Like, <laughs> they'll just say shit, and like it will be rude, but like it's funny enough to excuse the fact that it is rude. Because it's yeah. true. That's the thing. Because it's funny it's true because too. it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because it's true. Oh I love that. God. I didn't catch that. I have to look it up. It's so good. I'll I'll send you the link to it. We can post it on Twitter because it was just so stupid. I was like, damn, the shots are fired, honestly. No, because my radio of the day, I actually had to think about it a little bit, but mine is also a Max radio. Um, I think halfway he was asked about his medium tires. Like, oh, you know, how are the tires feeling? Like, what do you think about, um, you know, your next set and like what tires you want to go on? And the radio response that was played, he literally said, they don't feel spectacular. I thought that was hilarious. He was like, they don't feel spectacular. Okay. Something about, like, the <laughs> word choice. Like, what the fuck, Max? Not spectacular. I thought that was so funny. I had to, like, replay it. I was like, oh, he's, he, he's, he's cheeky. He's a cheeky little lad. Yeah, no, like... The Red Bull radios are always just so, they're like almost backhanded, but so funny. Mm-hmm. It's so twisted. It's honestly so fucked up. Oh my god, that team is just like, they they do the most while doing the least, if that makes sense. Yeah, they're, anyway, back to the race. I feel like we have to like try to close it out. Um, yes. 
yeah, we already talked about like the chaos, which was all like the cars coming through the pit and uh, Mr. Klaus signs. Actually, I feel like that could be radio. No, that actually is my radio of the day. It has to be, right? So like it was literally like, the most unsafe release in the history of unsafe releases. Yeah. And then we have Carlos basically like presenting his dissertation on he like watched it back on the camera. Like as he's driving, he's like, that was not an unsafe release. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, are we seeing the same shit? Listen, signs is a Virgo king, and... <laughs> and Virgos are never wrong. Literally, Virgo, exactly what I was going to say. Virgos are never wrong, therefore, he's just not, he's not wrong. It's the same thing that happened when, um, during his, like, birthday, they were like, oh, you didn't say happy birthday to me, and it's my birthday. I was like, that's the most Virgo shit I've ever seen in my life. So... <laughs> Even though it was totally not an unsafe release and Fernando Alonso, Esmanokan, totally did not almost run into him, um, Carlos Sainz received a five-second penalty. <laughs> and Loki, I was stressing because I, there were so many cars that which were like right behind him. At one point, it was looking like Stroll was going to end up in front of him. It was like, oh no, not this. But you not know what? This. He ended up eighth. Which is lucky, not that bad for for all this shit that he went for through. For all the shit, race. yeah, yeah. It's it's just like so embarrassing, though, is it not? No, it like, really is. You have such a good car. You have such a good car, and you're getting like screwed over by your team. No, like it is tragic. He would have finished P five. He would have finished ahead of Checo. It's so embarrassing. How are they not? How do they not see an issue? Uh, they're just like, yeah, we just didn't have the pace of this race. It's like, shut up. Literally, you did. Stop inventing. Literally, stop inventing. So, um, yeah, what was our, our final places? One, two, and three. We had um, Max followed by George, which, like, honestly, I kind of loved. I'm not going to lie. I loved it. Um, and then in third, we had Mr. Chuck. Chuck Charles Chuck Leclerc. And disgustingly, uh Lewis Hamilton <laughs> did not get a podium. It was fucking rude. Are it was you? absolute rude. No, I uh honestly, yeah, you're right, disgustingly. Okay, if you were to get rid of one of those three and replace it with Lewis, who would it be right now? Um right now. Charles. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Good choice. Good choice. Good choice. Honestly, like, I don't know what his Instagram caption was. He was like, oh, P3, not the best. I was like, P3's pretty good. Like, I didn't see you getting more than that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm gonna be real. Humble yourself, King. Humble yourself. (laughs) I mean, he did qualify P2, so I was like, oh, like, you know. Uh. But... Like, I I cannot feel bad for him getting P3 when I feel like Lewis should have won the race, you know? Like, Absolutely. the fact that I feel, like, more gutted for Lewis, like, that just, like, trumps, trumps anything. Whatever sadness you are feeling, sir. Um, but I, okay, I loved, I loved, loved, loved George on that podium for one reason and one reason only. Okay, I am not the biggest George stan. He is growing on me. Okay, Clippy is growing on me. I just think he's like hilarious. And his fangirl, be- his fangirl behavior, literally me. I am here for it. Um, but after 
I think it was after the podium, before the podium, after the race. I can't freaking remember. But when he runs up to Carmen, stop. I didn't see that. Stop. You didn't? Michelle. No, I stopped. Oh my God. I stopped watching after after they finished. Stop. (laughs) Okay, because Carmen was standing right next to Charlotte and... Uh, so like one of those uh, photography pages posted a photo of um of carmen and george like kissing and like hugging and (laughs) the caption is like george spotted carmen and like ran up to her but um charles did not spot charlotte (laughs) and charlotte's standing next charlotte's just standing next to her just kind of like watching (laughs) was so petty. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I could not hold back my laughter during that like sentence. But yes, I will. Well, we can put, we can like retweet the uh, the caption. It's just so so uncomfortable. Charlotte's just standing there, just like like just, n- just not even phased by um by uh, Carmen and George. It is so funny. Yeah, I c- I could say something a little shady here, but I won't. So oh. moving on, <laughs> who's your driver of the day? Oh, oh my god. Okay, we'll discuss this after we cut. But um, my driver of the day is going to be uh George for calling his own shots. You know. He's learned from drivers past. He's learned from Ferrari drivers past, aka Schumacher calling their own shots um, and doing what needs to be done. Um, yeah, mic drop a thousand percent. Um, George Russell single-handedly, not single-handedly, but single-handedly uh, secured the best possible result that he could yes. have today. What a yes. king! Yeah. Like, let's be real. He was not going to get first. Um, Max, unstoppable. But, you know, he, you're right. He absolutely did, like, the best he absolutely could. And, like, good for him. Overtake of the day? Overtake of the day. What was overtake of the day? I don't know. Well, there weren't, there's not very many to choose from. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe overtake of the day would be Max on Lewis. That's literally the only one I can think of that was notable. Yeah, I can't even, I cannot even tell you one overtake of the day. On that note, um, do, do we want to play, uh, I guess, the driver's championship standings? Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, let's do this again. Oh, here we go. Okay. I'm, I'm only literally... doing it because she's interesting. Okay. So, um, oh God, leading the world driver's championship 2022 is Max Verstappen with 310 Damn. points. Damn. Greta, who is in second place? In second place, I am. We did this like literally a couple days ago, and I can't even freaking remember anymore. Um, okay, it's second fine. place is it? Um, Checo? No, try again. Oh god. Okay, shut up. Is second place George? No, try again. Okay, Charles. Yes, correct. Ding, okay. Ding, ding. Okay. Uh, how many points does he have? Again, Max has three hundred ten. Max has three hundred and ten. Okay, I'm gonna give. Charles, which like I, it's honestly very surprising that he's in second. First of all, very surprising right? that he's in second. Yeah, like I really did not like, see that coming. I'm very surprised. Um, okay. Uh, Max has how many? Three. He has three hundred ten. Three hundred ten. Okay. Um, Charles has two eighty. Two eighty. Is that too high? That's way too high. That's embarrassing. Stop. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's embarrassing for me or embarrassing for him. <laughs> 280 is like, this is a tight, tight um, race. Again, 
I am embarrassing both myself and him. Um, what what is he like at two ten? Close. That's super close. He's at two oh one. Oh my god. Okay. Oh wow. Holy crap! I didn't realize how far ahead Max is. Yeah. Jeez. Um, okay. Next. Who's in third? In third. All right. That's gonna be George. Yeah. You're wrong. Is Try it Checo? Now. Yes, it is. Okay, okay. He moved okay. down one place. Him and Charles swap places. Okay, okay. I'm not okay. literally going crazy. All right. And then uh, guess how many points Checo has. Um, hint, you can probably guess the exact number. Okay. Uh, Again, uh, Charles has 201. Okay, what does he have? Like 200? 201. It, literally 201? Yeah. Stop. They're tied? They're, they're tied in points, but I guess however they break ties, like Charles is ahead of him how is charles ahead of him how are they tied first of all checo has literally been like sucking ass that's embarrassing that's how shitty that just shows how shitty um how much leclerc got fucked over the first part of the season yeah yeah jeez Um, because we're all saying like oh ferrari has like you know, you know, the fastest car or whatever. Um, yeah. But if you, I think if you actually, like, compare, like, the points for Charles compared to, like, last year, it's like, he's ahead, but he's, like, not that much ahead. <laughs> anyway, okay, who's in fourth? Okay, in fourth, okay, I want to say Carlos, but I think this is George. Yes, you got it's it correct. George. Oh, God. I think you guessed George for, like, two and three. <laughs> yeah, because I just, I'm, I'm, like, I'm worried, okay? George is, like, very sneaky, and then all of a sudden... Boom, he's just there, you know? A hundred percent. Okay. Oh, God. So, okay, Checo so has two. 201 points. Mm-hmm. How many does George have? Mm, 189. Oh, my God. You got it so close. He has 188. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. Wow. And then, I'll just say it, um, mm-hmm. Carlos is in fifth, and he has 175 points. Which, like, so- <laughs> it does not make sense to me. So, he's 26 points behind his teammate, um, oh Charles. God. And the same number of points behind Checo. And then he's trailing George by 12 points. And then that means that, what is that, fourth, fifth? That means Hamilton's in fifth? He's in sixth. How? I I I feel like Lewis, Lewis could go up in the rankings. Okay. I mean, um, yeah. Room to grow. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to see what's going to happen with George Russell. Yeah. George is sort of a rising star right now. I'm here George for it. George Boy is actually kind of having the season of his life yeah literally just stick him in a freaking uh, mercedes and just wow 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 it's called perspective it's so funny to think about like at the beginning of the season i was like what the hell what are they doing i guess toto saw something in george that i clearly did not the potential was there mm-hmm. uh, oh my god see but like oh. lewis is like suffering he's like you know, know like <laughs> he's pulling out all the stuff trying to like stay optimistic and george like literally cannot smile wider if he tried he's you know good for him good for him i'm really excited to see what happens next season with george yeah i I mean i'm excited for the rest of the season i honestly like i want the mercedes to get quicker just like a little bit quicker final results i would love to see mercedes at least third in the world championship i mean they're they're going to be at least third 
like for constructors yeah but like one of the mercedes drivers up there you know oh yeah yeah that would be a little bit spicy yeah it'd be so good oh my but gosh. like it totally could happen any day now i'm just waiting I'm, I'm patiently waiting um oh before we go i did want to do one more thing so as we all kind of know monza is up next and monza is notorious for a surprise podium we had Gasly, we had uh, Danny up there. Do you have any wishes for a surprise podium at Monza? Alonso. Wait, the way you call that out so quickly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, who else would it be? What about you? Esteban. <laughs> okay, you heard it first. Alonso and Esteban. We'll see what's going to happen. Oh my gosh. All right, that is it for us today. Michelle. Where can the people find us? You can follow, uh, find us at Race Week Recap on Twitter, most predominantly, and then also Instagram, and then also TikTok, um, yes. which is in pre- pre-release stages. Oh, yes. Yeah, eventually we'll get there. Um, all right. That's it from us. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.